Three years, Amber. Wow, that's really great, and Danny. Um, I remember coming back from India, and I can remember Amber coming. And these guys don't mind me saying they weren't doing nothing then, and there was lots of things happening beforehand. But God's timing is absolutely perfect with precision. And um, like even going to India, the timing was absolutely perfect, and we weren't even supposed to see uh, Sangha or anyone like that. We was going to Amritsar to see the work there. But the lockdown come while I was in India. Now, on the five senses, it didn't look good. But for me, it was brilliant because that meant I couldn't get back to England. And we took the luck. We got the last flight from Amritsar to Delhi. And we had nowhere to go. So Sangha was going to arrange a hotel room, but you couldn't go in because of the COVID. They shut them down. So Sangha said, oh, you come and stay with us. So I ended up two weeks with the man. And God done some miracle working in my heart. And he was directing my steps. You know, God orders our steps and sets us upon our high places. But there is a response from us when God's shown us. And the response is that when God shows us clearly, and he can, and sometimes we think it's just our thoughts, but God is speaking in those thoughts. God's spirit teaches your spirit, and your spirit teaches your mind. And then as we take that action, then we see the results from it. So when we make a dedicated decision to really follow the way God's showing us, when we commit to it, then all the energy and the strength to move in that direction comes from God. And he makes it so easy for us. He gives us also that determination to follow through. Whereas in ourselves, we could give up. Well, yeah, I'll commit to this and then we don't commit. Like making a New Year's resolution. You know, I'm going to do this and we don't keep to it. But when we make it with God, when it's energized by God, it's not manufactured. It's not like I told you or you should make the decision. But between you and God, he's working in you. Because, see, the thing is, our job is not to connect anyone to us. Our job is to connect people to God. Jesus Christ reconciled men and women back to God. He didn't reconcile them to himself. He was he would bring them healing, he would bring them deliverance, and then he'd get them to go to God. You know, follow him, do what he's showing you to do. And so this is what we do today. We got the word and ministry of reconciliation. Like it says in Second Corinthians, right? Second Corinthians chapter five, read the record. Read from verse fourteen to twenty. It's amazing. And so it shows us the scriptures show us the way to follow now. And the Old Testament is for our learning. And if we if we are led by God to go to these records, he will then show us wonderful details of how he moved in the life of those people that walked before us. And listen, Moses, Abraham, great man. God made them great, right? They were great men because of God. But they were people like you and me. People like you and me. There is no difference. But they made their decision. And do you know what? God is so great. But God worked with their faith. You know, he built them up step by step to the point that they became fully persuaded that what they were hearing was what God was speaking and what God wanted them to do. So he, God will work with your confidence. You know, so he builds you up to a point of great strength. Where the strength is, is that you're not worried about what other people are saying, that your confidence to speak to him, and that you don't have to get a second opinion. 
because the Spirit of God works in me mightily. So my job, even though people will come and connect, is not to get them to connect to me. God will direct them to connect. And then what's my job is to speak what God is working in my heart, and what I also understand. So a minister's job is to connect people to walk with God. Right, the gift ministries, apostles, prophets, managers, pastors and teachers, okay, are there to perfect the saints to do the work of the ministry. So God will give those ministers to the people that are connected to them what he wants them to hear and what he wants them to do. And when they receive this word with meekness and retain it and go and do it, they will become fruitful. God will work with their faith. But everyone on here then walk with God. doesn't matter if you've just begun or if you went away and you're coming back or if you went away for seven years and coming back. It doesn't matter. You're ready to go. Ready to go now. There's no catch-up. God will catch you up. <laughs> he will fast-track you. He'll put you in the fast-track lane. It's not that you're at the back of the queue. Right away now, you can really make a decision that I'm going to move right now with God. And um, so what I learned, the greatest thing about all these wonderful fellowships we do, the most powerful thing is the connections, the one-on-ones. When you, Because you know when someone's hungry. So, you know, we want people that are desiring, that really want to move with God. And they're calm because they're hungry. You know, a baby will start crying when it's hungry. And it wants to be fed, <laughs> Right. Similar type of example. So when you're desiring, because God won't violate your free will choice. You've got a free will choice, guys, what you want to do. And, and there's a saying, you can lead the horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. It's when that horse is thirsty, it will take the drink. When you're hungry for the things of God, and when you want to move with God, because you can all move powerfully, there's no one man of God there's only one man, true man of God, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who we put on the pedestal, all right? If we're going to put anyone on the pedestal, and God raised him from the dead and set him at his own right-hand side and us in him. So God really wants each person to be confident, to go to him for their heart, and to look only to God. Look only to God means to look only to God. What for? The direction for your life. So for me, God directed me. He wanted me to learn where someone had been practicing and been producing. And so it's a great place to be, someone that's practicing and teaching sound doctrine. It's the sound doctrine. It's the heavenly words by inspiration of God. Like the scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and righteousness that the men of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. These words, this uh, graphe, the scriptures is the graphe. These were words that were spoken by God through the men of God. And God had them recorded. God's still giving these wonderful heavenly words, these rhema words. The, lo the logic of God, the logos also, coming from our mouths. So the heavenly bread, the fresh manna. The daily bread. Lord, give us today our daily bread, not just physical bread, but this heavenly fresh bread from God. These wonderful words of life. These words that are like milk and honey. 
Okay, these words that refresh us in our hearts and minds. And there's so many things in the scriptures that show us these things, how the men of God and the women of God walked with God by the Spirit. The prophets of old, they had the Spirit of God upon them. They were the spokespersons for God. And when people received these prophets' words, then Israel prospered. When they ignored them, they went into bondage. And it's like a mini version of that now, but on a greater scale, because Jesus Christ came. And he came speaking these wonderful heavenly words from God. And he would confound the Pharisees that were schooled in the scripture. Don't forget, Jesus wasn't schooled in the scripture like the Pharisees. Okay? Now, he would have been taught the Old Testament records and stuff like that. He would know the things concerning himself. But he was led off to the Spirit of God. He was baptized. When he come out, the Spirit of God come upon him. And he was led off the Spirit into the wilderness. Right? And he quoted scripture at the Bible, at the Bible, at the devil, right? He, he said, it is written. But that was also revelation from God for him to give him the right word at the right time. It's not that we got to remember our scripture to give the right word at the right time, because God can give it by your mouth now. Even Jesus said these things. You have, it says in the scripture, you have no need that anyone teach you, for the spirit itself will teach you. So God will give you these perfect heavenly words. So when we allow God, this spiritual ability, when we confess Romans 10, 9 and 10, and when we said, Jesus is my Lord, and we believe with our heart that God raised him from the dead, we receive the spirit of the living God. And in Acts 1, Jesus said, you're going to receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. This word, power is dynamus. This is the potential power. And he said, you're going to use it. You're going to manifest it. So we receive the spirit, not just to let it lie dormant, but to use the spiritual ability. And then as we decide to do this, as we decide to open our mouth, then God will give these words for us to speak. I haven't planned what I'm saying now, like Amber didn't, like Danny didn't. And like the person who's going to share after me isn't. Because now God has given us this spirit, this connection. We got direct access to the holies of holies. We got audience with God at all times. Now we use this connection. We got the greatest connection to God. Direct access. You can read this in Romans. We got access to God by faith. Not by our work or our effort or even our study. His sonship. I don't have to try and be a son. I am a son. A dog doesn't have to try and be a dog or learn doggy things. Because it's naturally a dog, right? Same with a cat, same with a monkey, same with an elephant, same with a tiger or a lion. It's naturally in them. Now, naturally, spiritually, we are as Jesus is. As he is, so are we in this world. And we've got to keep everything very simple. Let's not try and get technical. Because when you try and get technical with God through your study and through your educational mind of the scriptures, some would be a lot better at studying because they've got a really good educated mind so they can really get in there. But it still don't cut the ice. Is what's energized by God. This is the grace 
Grace is God's unmerited divine favor. Right? And it means God does the work. God does the work. He gives the desire. We follow that desire. We follow that direction. And sometimes we might be thinking, well, this is my desire, but is it God? But there's no difference. It's God working in you. God works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He's directing your steps. He's making your feet like hinds feet. It's not that you're making your feet like hinds feet. It's just a humble heart to God and a willingness to receive. And so we need to just be confident that God is working in us. So, like I said, if this is the first time you've ever been on a fellowship, or only a couple of times, you can move right away like the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can do the same works that he's done and greater. So we encourage people here that you go to God. Depend upon God. He'll show you where to connect. He'll show you where to honor. He'll show you how much to honor. He'll show you when to speak and when not to speak. God is working with you all the time. And he loves you. And all we got to do is decide. It's a decision all the way. So like for an example, I've shared this before. Ephesians 6.10, it says, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So don't try and make yourself strong. You just decide, I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. When you make that decision, then he will energize that strength within you. He will inspire you with his thoughts, with his ideas. He'll give you that spiritual wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. He's the one that will energize it when you make the decision. Abraham was not weak in faith, but was strong in believing. And he became fully persuaded. So when you become fully persuaded of what's being said, then you're going to have strength and inspiration come to you from God. And see, age does not come into it either. Whether you're 10 or 110, if you've still got breath in you, there's still a purpose for you. And God says, what do you want to do? Moses, is, Moses his natural force wasn't abated. He was still young and vigorous, even at 80, when he began his ministry. He began his ministry. See, like, we've been programmed by the TV programs, by the news programs, by the media, and by people's reactions of what's going on in the world. And some of our reactions and our thoughts and our responses is based upon what other people say around us, people that we give respect to, people that we admire. We take on their opinions. But God says, no, now you have the mind of Christ. Let me work in you. You come to me. Let me activate you. And he will activate you through the decisions that you make. And then we decide, I'm going to do what God puts in my heart to do. I'm not going to be directed by a man or a woman or an organization or a ministry. But our Connect where God wants me to connect. I will receive those words and I will run with God. I don't check up with people. Have you been following and doing this exactly to the T, to the letter? But if there's a problem going on, I say, have you practiced this? Because our whole, whole walk is a practice. 
Practice in speaking in tongues. Practice in interpreting tongues, for example. Practice in bringing forth a word of prophecy. Practice in listening to the voice of God. Practice in discerning the spirits, casting out devils. We practice. And so it, it will always be a practice. We will always be practice, but it will be getting stronger and stronger. And then you'll start to recognize when God's working with you. You'll recognize when he's putting something in your heart to do and to speak. And then you're resting in it. Like Danny mentioned earlier on, you know, we labor to enter into his rest. And we go, we labor by going to God. Father, you direct me. You show me. We shouldn't be man pleasers. Okay, but we're the servants of Christ. And if we're man pleasers, we shouldn't be the servants of Christ. Forget it. God says, now you be bold. Whatever I put in your heart, you speak. Doesn't matter if someone with great respect and accolade in, in the Christian world says you're wrong. If God's put something in your heart and you know, you speak it for boldly. And you declare, Jesus done the same. Did he let the Pharisees make him go quiet? Well, I better watch this because the Pharisees are bad. He stood up and said, no, it is written. You know, you want to listen to your father? You carry on, but I listen to my father. So God gives us great strength and all our jobs is to do we're not to get into people's faces and reprove, but we speak the truth in love. We encourage. People won't come to you if you're going to be hard with them. If you're witnessing to someone you're being hard, you are an unbeliever. You should be listening. You know, you're of the devil. Well, so were you one time until you got born again. But what got you? Because someone spoke the truth in love. They encouraged you. People need to be encouraged. We can easily see the, the five senses things in each of us, right? We've all got them, but they're dropping off, those things. But we're to see each other as Christ. And you are confident and you are bold. And God says, don't worry. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, you let your request be made unto me. And God's a faith God. We're not to go by what we see. Okay, the just shall live by faith, not by sight. And so when we go to God, you know, he will build our faith to the point that we can see in the spiritual. So we can receive it into the physical. Like with Abraham, God says, now you're the father of many nations. I've made thee a father of many nations. Look at the sand, the sand, the number of the sand, the sea uncountable. Look at the stars in the sky. He was building his vision. You have to give them a mind picture to work with it. Words paint pictures. Words build faith. It's called imagination and understanding. Thou will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. So when God said, I've made thee a father of many nations, where was Abraham to stay his mind? Look at the stars. Look at the sea. It kept him, in, it kept him solid. So God gave him something to cling on to. He gave him the picture in his heart and his mind. Oh, like my, my descent's going to be like this, look at all these billions of stars. And you can't even count the number of the grains of sand. Wow, look at God's blessed me. And he got fully persuaded. He had to work with Moses and build his confidence. God wasn't being hard with Moses or Abraham. Even when they messed, these guys messed up, he was loving with them. 
he worked. And don't forget, Moses messed up the first time around. And as another 40 years later, did God give up to me? Oh, waste of time. Look, you've wasted 40 years of my time. <laughs> he waited. And then he, at the right time, God knows the perfect timing. He worked with Moses. He built his faith. And he said, now you go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. But Moses was at the point to act. So God will build your faith to the point to act, where you've got confidence to speak. And not worry about what other people are going to think about you. I was always like that for years, as a believer. Well, I better what, I better really study this. So if I mess up, no one's going to, uh, because people might point the finger at me. I better really study this and get this Hebrew word right and this Greek word right. That's not walking by the Spirit of God. That's walking carnally. Now in my personal study, I can do these things. I go to the scripture. I look at the things. But I don't need the Bible to open up and speak now. Let's let God speak now. And you can check this out what I'm saying in the scriptures yourself if you need to. But if you if you've got the spirit of God, you'll know what's being said is right. It'll be hit in your heart. Yeah, he's right. But see, there's methods. See, Christianity has taught people there's methods to walk in with God. There's keys to walk in with God. It's not, it's the Spirit of God. And then you go to God confidently. This is what we encourage people to do. And this is why people are moving, growing, and great things are happening. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Each one of us is free to move. So if you want to see the word move where you are, I would say to you, you go to God and you say, Father, you send me that one person, that one labor, send the laborers out that's ready to move. Give me someone that really wants to be worked with, someone that's going to come and ask me questions that I can give your words to, someone that's ready. And God knows the bread. There's many people out there that love God, but they're just not ready for this truth. But there are people that are ready, and God knows where they are. So God is the control tower. We are the airport. And we go to God. Father, control tower, send that one laborer to me, to my airport. That one laborer is equal to a million. And Father, I thank you for the millions of fields that you've given me. And for the millions of laborers. Ask big. Let's ask God, say, now's the time to ask big. Think big, speak big. What you think and believe and say will come to pass, negative or positive. So God has taught us about words and the authority of our words. And we may start off with confessions. It may start off manufacturing because you're learning with your atemorizing scripture to confess those promises. But God would also give you words to speak. And when you declare, when you speak, you've got to believe here. And what you're saying, you've got to believe it. It's got to be synchronized. Your faith and your confession has to be synchronized. I can say, yes, I am blessed when I lie down. And I am blessed when I rise up. But if it's not with faith, then I could wake up not so blessed. (laughs) And I'm thinking, well, I'm confessing this, but it's not happening. Because there's something missing. It's called faith. So when we're confessing, we've got to believe all our heart is coming to pass. Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall believe in his heart, and doubt not, 
for the things that he saith, he shall have whatsoever he saith, it shall come to pass. That was a overview of that scripture, right? <laughs> but the point is, even when you pray, and when you pray, you know, what sort of things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, then you shall have them. You've got to believe you already got it. This is what faith is. Faith says you have what you're believing for. I told you the other week, there's a difference between faith and believing. Anyone can believe, negative or positive. So I might be believing for a nice car, but my faith tells me I already have it. i got no doubts about it. It will become. It will manifest for me. I honour God. I'm believing God to bless me in my finances, in all grace abounding towards me, in increasing the fruits of my righteousness, causing me to bound to every good work. So when I honour my sea, I know it's doing so. I know it's going to work. I know there's going to be some fruit from that. So we do things with faith. A lot of people don't do it with faith. They give, but not with full faith. So you've got to believe what you're doing. Yes, God said this. It's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. So we just stay with God practicing these simple things. You are free. Okay, you are free. Whether you go to church or organization or this Zoom fellowship, you are free to walk, walk with God. And God will direct you when, where to come, when to come. And if you're hungry, you'll have questions and you'll be filled. Those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall absolutely be filled. So this is what I wanted to encourage. And with that, are you ready to share, Becky? Yeah, two seconds, two seconds. Two That's seconds. all right, love. She's going on holiday tomorrow, so she's got to go off early as well. So, <laughs> Rebecca Jancy to share. I wasn't going to share then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's really simple. Like, what God's given us to do is simple. It's not complicated. And um, we just ask God for his wisdom. Father, you show me about these things that are being spoken and being uh, spoken forth. You show me, give me that revelation in my heart. That part, I might have the revelation of something, and I know it's right, but you might not have that revelation. You might have heard about it, but it's got to be revealed to your heart from God. And this is what we need to do. God, you reveal it to my heart.